0: hey guys welcome back to the transformation church message recap podcast i'm one of your hosts justin oswald the executive pastor of tc the executive pastor the lead pastor brad livingston yo and then uh behind the, the camera creative director creative director extraordinaire john Sapp. seen i'm here not heard johnny half shoulder heard not seen i mean johnny you can say it either way yeah so we're oh, back for week number three, three in a row here, boys, three, three in a row. That ain't too bad. No, we're doing it. <laughs> you know, we're doing a thing. That is not too shabby. Yeah. In my Yeah. Considering the last six months. That's yeah, yeah. So we're, uh, the Most consistent. We've been with this thing. We're back. You know, I got other stuff I could be doing right now, but here <laughs> we are, <laughs> you know, it's all good. Oh man. We're back for, uh, week two. Episode two. What do we call the sushi sex subtitles or the episodes?
1: Which uh, is uh, week two. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. Part, part two. Part two. Is part two of round four. <laughs> it's so confusing. Yeah. yeah. So, week number two in the series this year. Yeah. Yeah. Is what we just finished. So, uh, yep. Absolutely. How many more do we have? A few. uh couple. Then we have four more. Four more. Yeah. Cause it goes uh, into six
1: Yeah. It goes into March. Okay. It's a six week series. Yeah. So yeah. So and, uh, uh, <coughs> spoiler, um, I believe if all things go according to plan, that uh, Pastor Dan will be making an appearance in the Sushi Sex and Subtitle series. Oh so. snap! Listen,
0: a lot of people that I've talked to recently have talked about being here for the first time when Pastor Dan has preached. I really and they really enjoyed it. Yeah, Pete, just because gangster. you know
1: he's a gangster. He's a gangster. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So. Yeah, no, uh, I, 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 people talk about it all the time, like, I, I don't want to offend you, but I really like you in passion. It's like, I like it with passion and preach Like it doesn't yeah, offend it's me. Different. Like, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, yeah, you know, he, t- me me and him talk often about it, you know, and I, it's probably, I don't mean you talk about this very much, but it, I'm sure it kind of feels the same way where he's like, he kind of comes to his perspective where it's like, man, I know it's not, uh, it's not like you, you know, it's like when I preach, it's this way and you know, and I know the people really like it when you preach this way, and I'm like, yeah, but they get, yeah, you know, 42 weeks out of the year they hear me preach that way, right? Like, do you? You know, like we ask you to preach because we know, you know, we well know, now we know there's even here.
0: there's even more. I mean, this year, other people, you know, I mean, I yep. I did twice last year, yeah, mm-hmm. on Sunday, and then we had uh, one or two other guests outside of that. Yep. Yeah, throughout the year. Yeah, so um, we've got
1: yeah. This year we've got quite a few. You know, you, we, you're back on. You know, I, you know. I think
0: I have twice. Pastor Rick's got once or twice. He's got he's, twice. I think Maybe he three. might be
1: three. Yeah, I think he yeah. has three. PD has three or four. You know, so yeah. Um, Nate, Nate's gonna get his first Sunday.
0: Ooh, that's gonna be <laughs> that'd be exciting. It's gonna be a doozy.
1: <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So it's you know yeah. it's gonna be a good year. Um, for that kind of stuff, but yeah, so he's gonna I, be making an appearance. So we have I, three weeks left.
0: Someone tagged me today on a memory, apparently, because I did last super last year for Super Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. today is a year exactly. Ah, so uh, they tagged okay. me on the year for one of the uh, quote or something from the from go. the message. Jake Hedden. Um, there you go. Shout out Jake Hedden. Oh, Jake Hedden. Apparently that was a year ago. Yeah. I said something about uh oh, about I the lifeboat.
1: I'd rather be in the lifeboat than on the yacht type well, thing or something
0: well, like well, I think it was um, well I have it I'm sure something about um, man I don't now sound stupid something about um, swim, no one's impressed like for those of you swimming along the lifeboat oh yeah like yeah, yeah. no one's impressed anymore like get in and pick up an oar we need you like this is a there's a going off to our, our one of our code a code yeah, the, you yeah, know yeah. this is a lifeboat not a it's yacht a rescue club. mission not a yacht club we're yeah. a lifeboat type thing it's like some people are out there just swimming alongside the lifeboat no yeah. one's no one's impressed anymore like hop in grab hop an in or. hop in we Help need you row. yeah we need you so, that's cool I, I, that was kind of the yeah
1: i forgot you did super bowl last yeah. year just out here
0: but i don't so. know if you were here you were gone on one of those, I think. Oh no, it was July. Me and July you did transition. I Me and John. I mean, everybody was gone in July. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I had to do the transition in the service, close the service, preach the service. Yeah. John helped out. It was yep. fun. That's good th- times. It was
1: something. It was fun. It was something. Yeah. No, it was good times. Yeah. yeah this year, yeah, we got a, we got a little bit deeper bench this year. We do. So we can lean yeah. in on each other. So that's thank really- God. Yeah, July will be July will be fun. I mean, between June and July, everybody has to take Sunday off. So, hey, that's uh that's what we do, baby. Don't thread Staying me with healthy. a good time. Staying healthy. Justin's <laughs> going to Miami.
0: No, that's a good idea. I mean, uh, well,
1: yeah, I've, I feel you'll be somewhere. You're I'll <laughs> go somewhere. you going somewhere. Why not? <laughs> Tell Justin to take a Sunday off. I got points, dog.
0: I got. Bro, points. Bro, I told Ashley just
1: the other day. I was like, we gotta order our UMS gold.
0: Bro. I'm telling you, I got, so, I got points.
1: You know, points for days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I so, got uh, points. But no, it's been, uh it's, it's been, uh, it's been good, man. sushi sex subtitles. We got um number two. You know, week number two. Uh we kind of talked about the idea of I mean technically the sermon's called I Want It That Way, but it was like this idea of men and men and women and their design in marriage. Um and looking at what it looks like to pursue a wife for men and then find a wife, but then what it looks like after that and for women what it looks like to um create a space in your home for your husband um that that both of those things by God's design are necessary. And so we we kind of walked through all of that uh on Sunday. And uh yeah, it was good, man. It was good. It, honestly, it was one of those messages that to th- truth be told, they're not my favorite message to preach. I was kind of struggling Sunday like internally c- and cuz like I think I even did I did something that I rarely did even in our pastor's room that we have I was like, did that make sense? Like, did that even like was that even clicking? Like, was what well, was in my brain getting yeah. into their brain? And lo and behold, you know, after you talk to everybody and the days over with, everyone's like, yes, that was, you know, like they're giving you feedback. Like, okay, good, because you're just hoping like it's sinking in, you know.
0: Um, well, and that's and what I think I told you when you asked the question, you know, and it's hard. I mean, how you know, I don't know how you how you get around it really without the coming in behind it, like you did, to clarify. Yeah. But there's a lot of generalizations.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yep.
0: Men, you you do this. You know, women, you do this. And it's like, and that's not wrong, but it is a generalization. And, and obviously, the, there's different levels of... You yeah. know, like nurturing, I think was the one that come up up women, nurturing you know, women, like yeah, obviously we know women that are less nurturing than others. So yeah. if you're a less nurturing woman to have your pastor or a preacher saying you are this without the right. acknowledgement that obviously it comes in very, right, right, right. Yeah. You know, it's, it, you know, you two to be, I think as a, as a public speaker, you want to be careful of the generalizations, Sure, which I think you were.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah, so I was uh, a little, I was more careful for the women than I was the men, yeah, 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 because <laughs> I'm not a woman <laughs> and I am a man, yeah, you're yeah, not, but it also, yeah, at you're, least you're.
0: currently, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you currently don't identify that way. No, I'm just kidding, I couldn't help it. I was
1: what service was it? I said something like that. I was like, if you're uh, your husband, and/or I was like, well, no, that would only be one of those, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, but yeah, no, it, it, uh, well, and that's because I think the man, the, the one for men is that I think what a lot of men need is a little
0: bit of a, a swift kick in the rear, if you will. Um, and that's probably what they got, you know, and I know I could see why being careful because you also, it plays into the criticism in our current society about masculinity or more, maybe more importantly, toxic masculinity to then have a man stand up there and say, women, you're this, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. who are you to say what I am? It's like, I'm a man, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, yeah, you wanna, yeah. obviously, obviously that was kind of what you're preaching against a little bit is what society says it means to be a man or a woman or a husband or a wife, you know, you're, you're, there's yeah. a, there's pushback on some of that, but you also don't want to unintentionally play into she sure. do not want to bring on the criticism.
1: Well, necessary. yeah. Well, and that's part that was part you know, part of the goal was and I, and I, it was like when that that probably could have been four hey, sermons we kind if of match. Hey, look at that. Huh. Uh, that probably could have been four sermons if I wanted it to be. Um but it just like that's not that's not something I desire to harp on for four weeks. Um, oh, no. but the reality is from a biblical perspective men and women are built to complement one another, right? And so um but society has aimed to decrease manhood and increase womanhood. So rob men of masculinity um, and increase women of masculinity. Um, and in some cases, rob them of femininity, 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 femininity. Ooh, that was a hard one, femininity. And um, but in all in doing so uh, while screaming feminism. So and I think that's just a, a whole thing you so know maybe that's a real talk podcast or something because i
0: got a lot to say <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but to 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 take women and remove femininity of them on the basis of feminism just is outrageous to me um and in the meantime rob men or aim to rob men of what makes them great which is what we kind of started off with in the beginning of the of the sermon which is like what you love about marvel movies batman pirates of the caribbean like oh, women love these movies also what you love about them is the very thing that society is trying to rob men of which is being defenders and conquerors right of is of their masculinity um and and so then how do we lead men in what that's supposed to look like and how do we lead women in not all of what women are. So, them being holders and nurturers, that's not all of what a woman is. But it has to be part of what a woman yeah. is. And, you know, uh, to be a biblical woman. What
0: you weren't saying is because that's all you were created to be. Correct. Is to nurture things. Correct, yeah, yeah. Because I can see some women, women that are even... You know, that have desires and ambitions, be like, that's, I'm way more than that. It's like, well, you are. We didn't say that's all you were. You're not
1: limited to this. Yeah. But if you want to be a godly woman, you do have to establish this is part of your genetic makeup. And you do have to acknowledge this. And you do. And. If you are in a marriage where all you are is ambitious and you're never nurturing, then you're probably at odds with your husband, and this is how you can fix some of those problems in your home you're currently having. That was yeah. the that was the goal with Sunday, right, right, right. Um, and so, yeah, certainly we don't want to rob anyone. I mean, my wife, my wife works a full time job. Um, she's been promoted a lot over the last, you know, few years. Uh, she loves her job. She's really, really good at it. Um, you know, uh, I have a lot of respect for women in all the workplaces. So like any, any woman that wants to do those things, like you get a big thumbs up from me. So yeah, like you said, it's not saying like you can't be those things. You need to only be this. It's just saying no matter what you do, this has to be a fabric of your being if you want to be a godly Christian wife and woman. Um, and so, yeah, we, those things just have to exist. So. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
0: that's good. I like the hunter thing. I mean, I think one of the best – one of the things I remember being said was like um – you know i think maybe from experience or you know you know you you know people or whatever but they like guys that have ideas you're talking about entrepreneurship or something and for women to support that yeah you know like yeah because that is evidence that he still has the that's that uh, that hunter mentality yeah you know and like don't don't kill the dream just because every detail hasn't been ironed out yeah you know like yeah and I, i know sometimes i get it you know i get like there's risk especially if we're talking about actually starting a business or mm-hmm. you know um yeah something like that that takes investment or you know money or absolutely there's risk you know and all those things should be done with wisdom and talk through and i don't think you should do it without talking to his wife what i'm saying is like you don't i can't imagine being like that because i'm thinking about myself yeah. like i can't knowing how i have him i can't imagine having those ideas or wanting to do that and then the person you're with like your, your wife just shooting it down the whole time. Like It's not going to yeah. work. It's not going to work. Well, haven't figured that out. I just, I feel like that mm-hmm. would get so like, um, that would be tough, you know? Well, yeah, to, to, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I don't have it all figured out yet. You know? Like, well, yeah. And that's what that's, I'm working on I'm hunting.
1: Yeah. No, exactly. I haven't got it. Yet. There's a drive. There's a person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, I don't, I don't have any, I didn't have you figured out, but we still got married, you know, I mean? for, right. for married people. It's like, I don't know how to be a great husband yet, but I knew I could figure it out. And like that same drive, you know, it's like, whether it's in business and, and yeah. Cause I think that's important, man. I sit down, you know, we sit down with enough men and women and married couples and some of those things. And, and that is a conversation that comes up some, you know, it's like you know, a, a part of my job, I'm not a counselor for the record. I'm not a counselor. <laughs> okay. So that's not my job. Um, uh, I believe as a pastor, God has given me a special calling to be able to walk people through spiritual difficulties and relational difficulties. And those right. are the only two things that I touch that even look similar to counseling. I don't do any of the other stuff, I, I, we, we have a lot of professionals in our church we recommend for things like that. But when I'm dealing with relational, uh, when I'm leading people relationally on how to build a healthier components to that, and one of the things we see often is um, the man is still trying to allow that hunt that is in him To grow or to pursue or to be a driving factor. And a lot of times, all we see is, you know, kind of the wife sucking the air out of that balloon, if you will, or or kind of deflating this passion. And then, oftentimes, wants to know why he's not passionate about anything. It's like, well, the thing that, like, for example, like, as an entrepreneur, you know, whenever we start talking about new ventures or whatever, me, me and you talk about new ventures often. This is something we're always coming back to. I think even John, you know, he, they can't see your face, but you know, I think one of the things hopefully I've done for you, cause it's my goal for every person on my staff. It's my goal is to, to try to pour uh, gas on their fire of their passions so that they do something beyond what they do here. You know what I mean? And it's like, so like, so with whatever it is that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly trying to just pour gas on. It's like, man, you've got this dream. You've got this fire. You've got this desire. Like do this, be great at it. Let's launch this thing. Let's build this thing. Let's what, you know.
0: Yeah. And whatever. I'll speak to the, te- like that testimonial side of that is, you know, it's true. Um, we've had several conversations that way, you know, and some of it is timing, you know, yeah. some, some things aren't meant for certain timeframes and, you know, whenever they, whatever yeah. they do, that's, it's. it's yeah
1: good you know well and that's what yeah because i even think like you know we don't the creative academy is one of the things where it's like all right we launched it we built it we we know how it runs now and it's like okay this isn't the time for that right now but the thing is we built it so when the time comes you know like we built the ark and whenever the flood whenever the rain starts we've got it built already you know and it's like but i think for a lot of men you know before i would go back to what i was saying i know for me i think you're this way i don't know you can say you if you are if you aren't but the the drive for something new a lot of times helps me persevere through seasons where boredom could cause me to drift mm. you know what i mean so where like i love my wife i love what i do here but there are certain seasons where it is kind of mundane you know where in your marriage you kind of are just in a routine. I mean, yeah. Whether you're coming to work and you know, thirty-six people aren't going through next steps. It's you know, and you're not setting record numbers. You just kind of you're in the, you kind of in and in, in those seasons. For me, one of the things that helps me really persevere, one of the things that helps me not get caught in the mundaneness of routine, because it's not the church and it's not my marriage that needs to be fixed i need something to click me into gear to keep me driving right and these these little things that these ventures these opportunities they spawn that extra spark of energy through those seasons that it kind of keeps my wheels spinning at a faster pace and, and it's super helpful for me so i can't imagine having if ashley wasn't supportive of that and every time i you know, had something special. She's like, no, that's not going to work and we're not going to do that or that just won't, you know, whatever. Because not, you don't, she may not realize it, but if she were to do that, she didn't just kill that. She also sucked the energy out of the spark that was going to help our marriage and help me at my job and help me with, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. and, those things kind of eek.
0: And I count, think too, right? there's probably level, like not every guy is super entrepreneur like as You're entrepreneurial, right? right? right. Course, so like, yeah. you know, obviously you got to take this with how it applies to, to you but i do think there's still something to that idea of like trying to hunt something I think at the end of the day too in this, as far as the message that you're actually preaching is concerned what you were telling the men was like you know we're wired you're, you know you're wired to be a hunter and you got to figure out how to continue getting married didn't stop that right you know and that's where some guys have got themselves in trouble they still pers- they're still out there hunting it's just not their wife right you know exactly. and it's like you gotta you, you know yeah. that exists so the entrepreneur thing was not the whole message stuff. No, if, if, just, if, if you listening to this and didn't hear the message yeah. it wasn't all about was support every idea your husband has <laughs> that's not yeah. what we're saying it
1: was it was but I thought I did think that was good because we wanted to that's a good unpacking even for I, mean, I think that could go for husbands or wives honestly but you know like when you're when there's a dream alive in somebody breathing breathing in into that putting gas on that fire it's only going to make them more passionate about everything that they touch so like
0: well not only that, that you know? I, I think I don't know that it's really applied to me personally but I could see it applied to me personally I tend to think out loud sometimes so yes. I'm not married but if I was I can imagine being like I, sitting at the dinner table and I'm just thinking But to her, we're talking.
1: Planning. planning, planning. Yeah, yeah. So if, if, you're just thinking, but her, you planning? If, yeah, yeah, but if
0: you're, if if she was the a type that like said was like, well, that's a, like I'm not, I'm not really asking to let's break this down. Yeah, I'm just trying to get it out of my I'm brain. Through I'm things. thinking yeah. through. It's yeah, I'm not saying I'm going to do this, yeah. and there will come a time like if this was something to move on, then it's like now let's let's find the holes in it or whatever. Okay, right, right, right. But um, I could see like if if you didn't know each other well or didn't realize what your partner was doing, it's like well. I'm not telling you we are going to do this. I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah, absolutely. Because sometimes you may have crazy, like, they're, they're just crazy ideas oh, like yeah. especially a if you're a person ideas. that generates ideas for stuff I, you know I,
1: that's me a little a a day yeah, yeah, yeah so it's like <laughs> yeah, <absolutely>. i'm not <laughs> i'm not
0: telling you these are things you got to prepare uh the, i'm t- right. i'm telling you this so we can prepare as a family we're going to do this this is no i'm right, just right, right. i had this idea today and like understanding that it was just an idea mm, and yeah, and, and maybe perfect. not just su- sucking that out and just like oh that sounds great maybe you yeah. ought to give that some more thought i like, almost right. encourage it yeah,
1: like that's what I say. Pour gas on the fire. Let yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Let it breathe, and, and 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 some of those things will go out on their own. And like, of course, you know. I mean, I literally. I, I mean, John laughed, but I, dude. I mean, I'm I'm a five to ten a day person in general of just like, man, what if, and then we could, and you know what I mean? And I put most of those fires out on my own. Cause I'm like that, you know, just for whatever reason, I know those things, but yeah, everyone, you know, just to have somebody say like, man, that would be awesome or, or just be the supporter, And that's, that's really what it boils down to you. but particularly for men, because if they're not passionate about anything else in life, it's hard to see them be passionate about your marriage. And that's what we were getting at is it's like, if they don't have the opportunity to be passionate about racing their car or building that motorcycle or starting that business or whatever whatever it is like if they don't have a space to be passionate about something That continues the hunt. It motivates the drive. It 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 creates the pursuit. Right. It kind of helps them keep on going. If they don't have anything to be passionate about, then in the mundane seasons of your marriage, which are coming, they come for everyone. There's not going to be anything that helps keep the spark moving. Not not romantic spark, but just you're going to find them in a low place more often, and that spark can kind of help knock them out of that a little bit. And so those things are just super important, but, um, but you're right. What we were talking about on Sunday when we're dealing with the hunt as a whole is that most men need, they need to understand. And I don't think this is talked about often because it's like, once it is, the belief system is you're hunting for a wife. Once you find a wife, you're no longer hunting anymore because you found it. And that's not true for men. You're always on a hunt. Once you find a wife the hunt changes, but the hunt is still very much there. Yeah. so for a lot of men, they found a wife, and then the hunt switched to their career, or it switched to their schooling or it switched to for some people, another woman. They found their woman, so now they're just hunting for other women, right it's yeah like, and so the reality is the hunt is always there for men. what we have to do is we have to redirect that hunt. We have to all right what so from so from our perspective when we're hunting, right? So for me, the hunt is I'm hunting for a new way to love Ashley better consistently, especially since she's always changing like she you know this year this year she's gonna be different than she was last year and the year after that she's gonna be different than she was this year like she's just man like and so the hunt is i'm looking and constantly hunting for how to love my wife better because then i'm never satisfied i'm never it's never mundane i'm never trapped in well this is just what we do like those aren't ways that we live our marriage um don't get me wrong we have seasons just like everybody else where you know it's like things are less exciting like You know what I mean? Where it's like, we're not traveling the world or throwing vow renewals or whatever. Like there are, we go through seasons, but even in those seasons, like we, I refuse to let our marriage just be casual and whatever. And just like old faithful and what we always do. It's like, no, I'm going to look for ways to love her better. And I'm going to take that hunt, that drive. And rather than let it be about this thing and that thing and that thing and that thing, I'm going to make sure at least part of it, because there is a hunt, and part of it does drive me to want to like, grow the church and pastor people well and, and to launch all these side projects we're doing. <laughs> like, so all that is part of the hunt too, but part of it is going to go to loving my wife better and constantly pursuing after her. Yeah, that's good. And so the hunt for men is the hunt is always there. And even one of the lines we used uh, is that the hunt never goes away you just have to learn to redirect it. And so, you're going to have to redirect it back towards your wife.
0: It reminds me of the movie Jurassic Park. Ah. All right. <laughs> like dinosaurs. Okay. And then All there's right. a scene, you know, where they're in the little, they're in the, the truck, the little Jeep things and they're going. Yep. And then the little goat rises up and then the cage lowers and they're watching and Daniel Goboom says No 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 not Daniel Goboom the other guy the main guy um the doctor guy mm-hmm. with the hat he's I think it's him maybe the one anyway yeah, one of the he guys he says they don't want to be fed they want to hunt. We don't want to be fed, we want to hunt. That's right. So there you go. I mean, we want to be fed, too, I though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. They want to. So that's why they were breaking out of the cages, and then them, them uh, velociraptors or whatever was tired of getting the goats. Just sent in there. They wanted yeah. to come. They wanted to go hunt for the goats. That
1: was a. That was a T Rex. Yeah, that was a, it was good analogy yeah that's yeah. good analogy because so i'm like a t-rex, t-rex. It's spot on yeah <laughs> just as a t-rex yeah well no, that's a spot that's on reference. close you
0: got the short arms. so yeah that's a, that is true that's a sp- that's
1: a spot on <laughs> reference yeah because it's like you know we it's in us and we are in, and god put that in us and again thinking about thinking about humanity like thinking from a anthropological perspective so anthropology so like thinking about human beings over the last just the last 2000 years right it's only for the last 50 of them that we haven't had to hunt and pursue and build it, like you know what I mean? it's like it's only the last 50 to 75 years that we were buying houses that were built by someone else that we were buying food that was grown or killed by someone else. Like,
0: you know what I mean? So thankful.
1: <laughs> but, like, but for real. So, there's men are pre-wired with a component that only in the last 50 to 75 years has kind of had, have we've had the luxury of it not having to exist. Right? Um, but that means that the design is in there like yeah. it is part of us and so we can't get away from that um and we shouldn't want to that's it's part of who we are you know so right um you know and i got on a couple soapboxes on sunday cause, just because i felt like i had needed to speak to it and some of these mama's boys
0: nah, oh yeah you hit the mama's boys uh, yeah. especially second service the little babies you're, you're going or sorry excuse me 10 a.m service, 10 right. 10 service. Get right yeah, i was i was
1: <laughs> well i just it, that bugs me you know it's like you got 35-year-old Johnny still, you know, living with his mom, paying no rent, not working a real job, having no career, nothing to show for himself, you know, six failed, you know, whatever's business, relationship, whatever. And it's like, you know, and he doesn't have anything to show for himself. It's like, I don't have anything wrong with someone being in their 30s or 40s and being single. I have a problem with moms babying their boys and they're supposed to be men, and they're still boys when they're 35. Like, that I have a problem with, you know. And those are the moms that always defend it. It's like, wow, well, they're my baby. And it's like, good luck with that. Congratulations.
0: Yeah, there's a big problem with that. And then you also have, you know, a generation not being raised by men. Oh, you know, only, only the, the mom there, you know. Yeah. Um, But that's even more so why you should, you know. That whole baby... I, I've never been down with that. You know, it's like it's, it's kind of gross. Your mom's a bit of a gangster, though, so... Oh, my mom... Yeah, I didn't play
1: <laughs> Yeah, you're my, you're, my, you're my... My mom... I, my mom is a big, like, that's my baby person, but she's also, oh, like... Oh, yeah. You know, you, you can catch these... Like, get out there and work. You know what I mean? Like, she's... Oh she's one of them you know yeah i
0: mean that was just instilled in us i mean like you you know work and those type of things like yeah nothing ever comes nothing was like gonna come come free like yeah. obviously if there was like a you know you lost everything if i lost if you know lost everything and had to move in with mom for a little bit yeah. obviously you're moving on mom for you know yeah like the she ain't gonna let me live on the street but at some point it's like all right. Uh
1: yeah. But you you are gonna have yeah, a job. KFC like, down the
0: road had a sign out. Like this. You need to
1: go get that job. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you know, something. Yeah. No, that's what that's what it, and, and that's what I say. It's like you need to by the time you turn twenty-five, and I know we got twenty-five year olds in our church. By the time you turn twenty-five, you need to have something to show for yourself. In my opinion. Yeah, it's just my opinion. You can take it for what it's worth. By the time you turn twenty-five, you need to have something to show for yourself. You need to have a trajectory for your life or uh, assets that are appreciating or something. You need to be, you know, or at least on a career path where those things are going to be very obtainable in the near future. Like you need to be, be doing something. You need to be doing something. I think, you know, the idea of like finding my purpose, you know, like we're a purpose finding church. Like we believe in that. But for some people, it's like if you ain't found it by the time you turn 23, 24, 25, just pick something. Well, and yeah, you and you it's figure like something's it, out it, as you go. You know,
0: it, you could also go in into like, yes, if you can find, if you can find a job, if you can get paid to do your passion, more power to you. Because you may not necessarily know at twenty five everything. Sure, but you need to be out there at least just working and doing the, you know, contributing to society yeah. while you're finding it, you know, like, or building it or building it or whatever. Yeah, like, absolutely. you know, at the end of the day too, like, and I'm, I, I don't know where I land on this. Like, I'm, I don't know where I land on the fact that like, I feel like I love what I do and I don't feel like it's like work necessarily. Right. But at the end of the day too, it's like, I think in, we live in this time where you hear a lot about like passions and all this but it's like, man, it is still work. Like, Whoever said, you know, there was a generation before us that was like, they didn't love working at the factory for 40 years. It was work. It was their job, you know? So it's like, you got to work to support your family, you know? And, and the fact that there are some people that get into their twenties, um, if you're not in college, if you're not in college, you get to be about mid twenties. There's no business to still be living at home. Period. In my opinion, I, like you may not have your passion job you want for the rest of you, you may not even have your career, but like you still have to work. Like, go to just get a job, go work, contribute to society, make your own way. Be proud of the fact that even though where you like where you live is what you pay for, like yeah. it's a one bedroom apartment, I mean, right? But you're it's your one bedroom apartment, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah absolutely. it's and, and take pride in that, and then as you grow and, and those type of things, maybe you find. You find better jobs or you move up the ladder and before you, I mean, I mean, how many people have careers that they love right now in an industry that they never thought they'd be in? Probably a lot. Yeah. You started at the, you, you found you needed a job somewhere, hired you, you started yeah. at the bottom, then you worked your way up and you're like, Oh, but time I get to this level it ain't too bad. Or yeah. now I'm a manager and this, it pays pretty good. You know, like there's nothing wrong with that. You well, know?
1: and that's what, and that's what I was saying. When i was talking about as i said there's so much content that i was trying to hurry up and work through on sunday but that's part of what i was trying to talk about for moms who are letting their you know their kids at 25 30 whatever years old still like act like they're 12 is you're robbing them of the hunt like you're not instilling them the necessity to go out and do something great with their life like you you've enabled them to just whatever will be will be and You know, maybe I'll figure out my life when I'm 40. Maybe I won't. You know, it's like, what? Like, and you're robbing, in my opinion, you're robbing your child, um, your son who needs to be a man. Of what it looks like. Now, you said something important earlier. I think that it, there's a little bit of, of a distinctive, you know, which is like there are some young men that don't have a, a man in the house to even know what that's supposed to look like. And that's fair. Uh, and I think, you know, you need to get them connected to components of, of the church if you're at TC or wherever you can if you're not at tc you know some of you are listening to this you're somewhere else you know if you're a single mom you're, you're a teenager you don't have a dad in the home it's like you need to you need to start asking some questions and put yourself in front of some people that can start leading you in this way yeah um, because you need to change the generational aspect of that yeah so sports, that you're not the next one in line
0: get them in sports get them you know their coach there are right. there are fraternities that do programs with kids like there's a lot out there because i think that is an an important component of it you know i think that some of the even data could back that up a little bit but you know yeah um
1: yeah so that's that's (laughs) the basic premise for men is the idea of the hunt you know is what we talked about on sunday uh for women it was the idea of holding and when i use the word holding essentially we're talking about is nurturing you know so for men it's hunting for women it's holding for husbands it's hunting for wives it's holding um and holding meaning holding space nurturing being able to be present in a moment to create to hold the space for vulnerability um and healing and all of those things yeah um and you need to be able to do that for you and you need to, to do that for your husband you need to, to do it for your children um as a christian woman christian wife christian mother um uh, being able to nurture is a important aspect of what that means. Um, and that's what we were talking about earlier, where it's like we do have some women in our church that are like, that ain't me. Like, I don't have that. Yeah. I'm not a holder. And it's like, well, it is what wo- it's it has it's it's part of who you are. But one of the points we made on Sunday is that nurturing and holding aren't completed gifts given to every woman. they're a a necessity to develop Right to be a Christian woman. In other words, if you're a woman out there, you may not be a natural nurturer. That may not be one of your gifts, right? Um, But it is part of what's inside of you, so it has to be developed Um, because as a Christian woman, the Holy Spirit is inside of you, so you have nurturing inside of you. It just has to be developed. The same way character has to be developed, and the same way uh, accountability developed. the same way, you know what I mean, like perseverance is developed, and your faith is developed. It's another thing that you have to start paying attention like paying attention to and becoming intentional about it um to to build that nurturing component if it's not a natural gift for you so that's good yeah so because i you know um we know, I know. We know a number of women. I mean, even Tiff came up to me, and the next room I walked off the stage uh, during the eleven thirty service. You know, walked right off from preaching. She was like, "Well, you got me today," because she's, "I'm not one of those people, but I can see how God is saying you, but you need to get better. That's what it means to be a Christian woman, right?" So, um, so yeah, um, it's super, super important. So, uh, so what does it look like to do that? Is what we said on Sunday. What does it look like to? Um, for men to be hunters, like what is, what's the one thing you can do women? What's the one thing you can do to be better holders? And the last point of what we talked about Sunday was, uh, trade, uh, intentionality for spontaneity or trade spontaneity for intentionality. Right. Uh, a lot of people think being spontaneous is the key, but it's not being intentional is the key. So making sure that you're creating a space, make sure that you're, for men on the hunt be, get intentional about pursuing your wife like you plan the date nights don't let her tell you where <laughs> you know she wants to go take her to one of the places you know she enjoys like well where do you want to go i don't know where do you want it's like no like you plan. like hey i'm get ready you know one of the one of the things the very first time i ever did this for ashley Uh, It kind of caught her off guard a little bit, but she appreciated it so much, is uh, she knew it was date night. We've always done date nights our whole marriage, our whole marriage. My dad made it a non-negotiable for us. He was like, he has a phrase that I think is just really important. When we got married, he said, son, the one thing I want you to always remember when it comes to your marriage is start how you want to finish. He said, if you want to be doing this when you're on your 30th year of marriage, then it's important to do it on your first so you talked about date nights and setting aside money for travel and just yeah, all these other things. That's good. Yeah. And it was really, it was great wisdom. So we've always done date nights, but I remember early on in our marriage, we had kind of just got into our routine kind of the same way what we talked about. You know, now a lot of what we preach on with this is stuff that I've just learned the hard way, but we had kind of gotten in our routine and God challenged me about this You know, when I was 25 years old, God challenged me about this hunting concept for for women uh, or for men when it comes to their wives. And so I text my wife and um, she said, what do you want to do for date night? And I said, just be ready at 630 and wear something nice. And she was like, well, where are we going? And I said, don't worry about it. Just wear something nice and I'll pick you up at 630. I want to take you somewhere special and i did we took her to a nice restaurant and it wasn't anything crazy it didn't cost us a fortune none of those things um but then uh, i think it was a month later two months later you know it was, it was date night again she said what are we doing and i said uh and this was like when it had warmed up a little bit like the end of springtime i said just grab make sure you have sh- like bring what, wear whatever you want to wear to dinner but make sure you have shorts and a t-shirt and flip-flops and we went down to the boardwalk and got some ice cream we just walked around sat on the boardwalk that cost us eight dollars but it was the intentionality of like yeah, i'm creating like doing. we're not just gonna go like oh, let just do what we always do it's like no like where i'm always gonna be hunting for another way to and it doesn't have to cost a ton of money it doesn't have to be super elaborate sometimes it's just going and walking in a place we haven't walked before and having conversations about life and fun and whatever um that does that but if all we're doing is saying, we just want to let it be spontaneous, you know, it's like we said on Sunday, you know, what's one of the, what's one of the words you can substitute for spontaneous, spontaneous, inconsistent. So you want to have spontaneous date nights. That means you're going to have inconsistent date nights. If you have a spontaneous sex life, that means you're going to have an inconsistent sex life. If you want to have spontaneous like, you know, be intentional about creating those moments. So
0: that's good. So, yeah, nice. That's what we talk like about. Like Always today. go back. If you haven't, um if you haven't seen it heard it go back check and, it out watch it listen to it on the podcast watch it on youtube on the website whatever it's uh it's good do that follow along with the series
1: yeah yeah buddy
0: well that's it that's, that's today.
1: it today that's it john thanks for being here absolutely you, you said a lot <laughs> you a lot. you, said <laughs> you a did lot. you did all right well justin where can they find yes. all the good info
0: you can find us online transformationchurch.com or um, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all the socials, TikTok, uh, Transformation Pensacola.
1: Yep, and one day Justin's gonna get that book out. What book? Your marriage book. Oh, yeah, I will. Yeah, I, will. That, I think that's gonna be helpful for a lot of people. 100%. <laughs> I,
0: can't, I know everyone's waiting on it. So, uh, yeah, so follow us along. Le- uh, like, subscribe, share, all those things.
1: Alright, guys, we'll see you guys uh, next week for another week, another sermon, another message recap. Later, guys. Later.